Yes, it's a Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. And now the hosts of Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. All right, we'll try this again. <laughs> <laughs> all right, get them all out now. Out. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah. Uh, hello and welcome once again to the Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. My name is Rich Conroy. With me via satellite, probably, uh, it's lovely and talented Mr. Patrick. Hey everybody, how are you? So Pat's uh, Pat's in, in, enclosed in his uh, super secret above ground bunker. Yes, or, or otherwise known as a house. Here's your beer, and, uh, Okay, <laughs> thank you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and he just got beer delivered, so that's nice. <laughs> I would also like to say that there's no way he didn't plan that. Oh no, he planned it. He knew. Yeah, there's there's no way he wasn't like, hey everybody, how you doing? Here's your beer, father. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Beaver. You know, like, <laughs> go tell June <laughs> that Wally's gotten in the well again. <laughs> oh, so yeah, Pat and I are still. Uh, I'm on. Uh, I am off of quarantine as of tomorrow. Yes, uh, and I'm April quarantine. second for those who are not who are paying it for playing along with the home game. Right, and I'm off quarantine as of Monday. But the wife has now asked me to take a solid week off because she's nervous. So I'm going to take the following week off and then the Monday after Easter so for those playing at home. I will be back at work. Now nice. They're telling me all the different things that they're going to try to do. And I will get right. further clarification as it comes time. But there's things in the works. Yeah, I'm hoping that they issue everyone at my place giant hamster balls to walk around in. <laughs> I don't see how that's going to work. And neither do and, I, because no work will get done. We'll all be jousting. Well, uh, that, but th I mean, what my confusion is, for your job specifically, mm. how are you a critical job? I mean, I hate to ask the question, but I do have to ask. Oh, how is yeah. your job a critical job? Because um, rich people got to make money, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Them's is the facts, folks. You know, no, I think no, I, I guess because people, you know, the financial, the financial world does not stop, and so True. people are still going to need what we manufacture. Um, I got you. Okay, fair enough. Going to need them when we said we'll give them to you. So, yeah, I guess. I guess that's that. You know. Yeah, no, I, I understand it. I don't, I mean, like I said, I don't completely understand how, but I understand the fact that, yes, they're going to do it anyway. So you got No, I don't get it either. I don't get it either. But that brings us, the, in, in the worst segue ever, to our uh, topic at hand, which is yes. Ultraman Orb, episodes two and three. That's correct. Yes. So um, I figured we should might as well uh, try to try to knock out most of the new generation heroes. Um, and I figure by the time we get done with this, maybe Ultraman uh, Ginga will be on Blu-ray as well. Um, <laughs> well. Wouldn't by the time we get done with this, wouldn't Zeta be out by about then? Oh, I'm sure. I'm just Good saying, stuff. like, yeah, I'm just saying. And and God knows the Ultraman anime is coming out at some point this year too. Yes, I'm sure that they've got that close to done already, and that they're just waiting to drop it on Netflix. I don't know about close to done. We would you, you would think that they would have had a um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, you know, like an announcement at that point. You know, uh, yeah, I guess you would, I guess you're right. You'd think, right. you'd think, but you know, yeah, but uh, yeah. So uh, we're gonna go with uh, episode two, Ultraman Orb, the King Demon Beast of Earth. Yes. Uh, the version Release I'm watching. Tape? Uh, 7-16-2016. How did we not see this when it was out the first time? Um, because we, because we started with Ultraman X because I thought it was a good jumping off point for newer stuff. And okay. then we had to go right into G because G was starting. It started right away. So this was, this was the, the one that we skipped by accident, like, or just circumstantially. Was it now to ask the questions that I, you know, I'm going to ask. Was this just before X, and that's no? This came out X? right after X. This is after X. We watched X while it was a year old. Yeah, oh. we didn't watch X as it happened, but so I, I thought it was such a good um, jumping in point. Good jumping in point, and this I think had just finished or was just finishing when we started doing um, 
Ultraman uh, X or Ultraman G? No, the original series. Because it's oh, aired in 2016. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I so it was you. probably winding up while we did that. I gotcha. Okay. Now yeah. I understand a little bit more. See? Not too bad. No, um, not terrible. Uh, directed by uh, Kiyotaka Taguchi and written by Yuji Kobayashi. Um, of course, the previous episode was The Sunset Wanderer, our original um, our original uh, first episode, which we covered right. in the last episode. Uh, the TV Guide uh, breakdown is a series of disappearances happen simultaneously in the city. While Shin investigates, Jugglers Jugglery leases Maga Grand King. Yes. The, the unfortunately named Maga Grand King. <laughs> well, that's the one thing that I've noticed is that they use a lot of Maga in this thing before, obviously, Trump absconded with the name. So yeah. I give them. Yeah. They well, figured they probably. That's right. That's right. I, if I were Super Aya and now I'm feeling saucy having won the uh, child lawsuit, I might sue him. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, look, you're making our, our horrible city destroying monsters look bad so yes <laughs> fair enough fair yeah enough. exactly exactly <laughs> so uh anyway jetta is filming a documentary of himself about uh when the whole city was rescued by ultraman orb uh, until it was interrupted by naomi when she accidentally slipped by shin and tripped over him uh because he was sleeping on the floor right uh, and he's like oh it's better for my back and then he uh absolutely ruins his neck by trying to crack it <laughs> um and uh um under Naomi's orders, Jetta checks on the viewer ratings in the website, but is shocked that it doesn't change uh due to other media plagiarizing all their stories. Right. So they see and it as a challenge and the team decides we're gonna go get a bigger scoop instead. Of course. Of course. Now uh having gone out from a public bath, the wanderer from before enjoys a drink with a young boy. Uh, while reminiscing about he was able to view the sunset from behind the building. Um, right, and they, they complains that the city has changed in the time that he has been there, which we're not right. supposed to know how long that is. Right. We can assume that he, is, he, has, been, uh, he has been on Earth in, uh, for some time now. Right, because if a building got built <laughs> while he was there, it takes a good three, four years to build a building. Right, much. and also he hasn't been in the bath that long. He'd be wrinklier. So, <laughs> well, you don't know that he is an ultra. <laughs> well, that's true. That's skin. true. <laughs> you know, you're not. You're not wrong. I had not thought of that. I I had not thought of that. Good point. <laughs> Good point. Um. So, uh, meanwhile, uh, there was a inter there was a uh, earthquake, and it creates a sinkhole, and it just swallows the building up. Right, swallows the building that we were looking at, yeah. contemplating on the sunset, and then earthquake building sinks. So we get to see the sunset again, which is nice. Which is nice, but you gotta kind of feel kind of responsible for that a little bit. Not, no, I don't. I don't think he feels responsible. I think he's no, but I mean, like, that's not supposed to happen. Yeah, like you wouldn't feel responsible. Like, oh, you know, um, I, you know, I, obviously that was my fault. But it's more like, you know, the Steve Urkel. Did I do that? You know, exactly. Like, <laughs> so, <laughs> that one I'll absolutely go with. <laughs> did I do that? Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. So. Um, uh, they uh, this reaches uh, of course SSP's um, knowledge, and they give them another chance to get a greater scoop. So uh, Shin and Jetta come up with a couple of theories, and uh, they're like, right, they say people that oppose urban development or underground well, people." No, it, they they said it was happening along the same fault right. line. Right. So they were they wanted to warn the people in the next building on the same fault line, hey, get out, you have an hour to get out. Right. And they've also altered a radio boom box for right. those of us that are old enough to see, remember those things. And the best is be he's able all mad. He's like, that's my boom box I let you. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. He's like, oh man. That was <laughs> good, I like that, even though it was a couple of years old at this point. Couple, it was a cassette boom box. I know. That was not even stereo. <laughs> no stereo. Could... We had, had the two no, speakers. No, it only had the one speaker. No, on. it had the two speakers. Are you sure? I'm positive. I remember okay, because I could swear it only had the one speaker on it. <laughs> and I was like, why are you even that mad? Honestly, it's not that great. It's not it's, that great. But, you know. A, yeah, it's not a fantastic piece of equipment that you know, <laughs> guys has ruined on you. But I'm sure it works. had good sound. <laughs> yeah, I guess. 
I guess if all you're using is cassettes, which seems weird. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, they are recording on the tiny little Sony Handycam. Um, yes. But again, what is this? That's uh, why 40, I thought this was a much earlier. Ago. I That's know, why right? I thought it was a much earlier thing because I saw the boombox and they're doing the Sony Handycam. So I'm thinking, okay, this has got to be a good, you know, 10 years old. Now you're telling me it's only four Negative. years old. Negative. Eh, all right. Weird, Whatever. right? That is. That's that weird. certainly is. It's very, very weird. I don't know, man. Very, very strange. But then but, uh, what is obviously our bad guy, which oh, we don't yeah, have then, a name uh, Oh, that's Jug. That's Jugless Juggler. Remember, oh, he calls him. Oh, that's calls right. That's him either right. Jugless or Juggler at one point. He calls him Juggler. Right. That's it. And then Naomi, of course, has to go out where we neglect to mention she has to go work her job at the coffee place. Well, of course. Oh, and that. What's it called? Do you remember what it's called? Bubbly coffee. Bubbly something, coffee. <laughs> I think that's what it was. So it's yes. Something bubbly or coffee or bubbly. No, no, it was bubbly yeah. coffee. Bubbly coffee. Because okay. I got it on yeah. the next page. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, listen, I've got, seemed, I've got stuff written all over the place. It just seems like a terrible. It just seems like a terrible name for a coffee place. Well, but the fine. problem is they do sell that bubble tea all over in the city. Sure. So you can see them going from bubble tea to bubble coffee because that way they don't have to pay for the rights of bubble tea. That's the only way I can think of it. Well, I don't think bubble tea is actually owned by anyone. I think it is a thing like powdered donut. Like it's just an adjective I'm, noun situation that I don't. I, I get that part, but I think they wanted to get something. This is a different planet completely, so they don't have bubble tea; they have bubble coffee. I think that's what they were going with. This is also not another planet. This is Earth, but it's a different dimension. Go with me here. Ride yeah. with me on yeah. this one. All right, all right, all right. I was going to say because they mentioned Tokyo in the next episode. And it's no, not I like get that, that, but it's a different north. dimension. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> it's, not like, it's not like lots of planets have a north. It's not like, well, of course, every planet has a Tokyo. Wait, what? Well, why not? Every planet is has Japan. So that's got to be. Every planet has Japan. That is the name of this episode. <laughs> All right, so. <laughs> Our mysterious wanderer uses his ESP and discovered this to be the work of King Demon Beast of Earth. Um, then uh, Itetsu Shubikawa of the VTL squad discovers him again, but before asking for more information, another sinkhole appears and swallows yet another building, yes. prompting our wanderer to run in that direction. So Shin discovers that there are two sinkholes, like you said, connected by fault line via his new weird invention. Uh, by the way, I would really like uh, a nice tablet like that. I uh, don't know if that was a uh, Windows or Android tablet, but I'm interested to know. I like oh, the that. one that they were using in the show? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was uh, a nice-looking tablet. It was a good-looking tablet. I'll give it that. I, that. That's the thing where it gets a little weird. You have a weird boom box that the guy is Im impressed with. You have a Sony Handycam and then a tablet. Right. Okay. I don't think he's so much impressed with the boombox. He's just like, but it was mine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, that's right. how I listened to all my singles. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> like I have a, I have a whole collection of vintage singles and that um, I listen to. Yeah. And like, how dare you? That's terrible. That's an absolute oh, terrible thing for you to do to me. Absolutely. Um so uh let's see here. Um which he uh Oh, see, apparently, wait a minute. Go ahead. Uh, he uses by borrowing an antique radio from Jetta's father. Uh, I don't know. That's the 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 uh, fandom at Wiki page is written a little weirdly. That's right. Okay. So, uh, in a power generator room, the sharp dressed man from before uses the same device as he used in the last one, uh, which is like a large glowing ring. Uh, yes. to launch Palestine into the King Demon Beast from beneath the ground, which uh, negates the power of an Ultra Fusion card, which is uh, what the um, the Ultra Fusion cards are, what is used to keep these Demon Beasts underground. The right. Power, and that, the power of an Ultraman. Right. And it's the same kind of thing that... In Orbe trading card form. <laughs> well, listen, that's why I asked how they were going to get to the monsters, whether it's a card or a pog or a doll or how they do it, because it's going to be a thing that they have to be able to sell. So I'm of good course. with whatever it is. Of course. 
Well, we had and, pods and ultra, or not pods. Uh, you got pod on the brain. We had um, we had uh, cards in Ultraman X, so it kind of makes sense. They, yes. they they kept going with with cards. Um, yeah, the, the fact that they used them, like you said, two different shows in a row means yeah, they were trying to push them hard. Sure. So once he was going to use another card, his concentration to remember the monster's name is interrupted by the Wanderer's harmonica. Yes, which who addresses the former as his old enemy, Jugglers Juggler. Right, uh, right, and that's how we find out his name. Yeah, and also, can I say, I like him, Gooniest name going. <laughs> I'm not... Juggler? I, I like it. I like it because okay. at least, you know, you want... He is our bad guy. He can be whatever he wants. Yeah, I guess. Now, I just... Do you think he's going to juggle at all? I don't. No, no, he's absolutely not going to juggle. That I don't see that coming at all. Cards going, you know, like oh god so they fight and uh then juggler launches antler through his device the wanderer announces he's going to stop all the king demon beasts which uh prompts him to laugh uh, admiring and wishing him good luck and then uh, as he leaves the third earthquake starts so that's right. where we we run into shin and jetta trying to warn a security guard like hey this is gonna you got to get everybody out of this building because it's about to collapse. But oopsie, it's the one across the street. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so Shin discovers at this point that it's not the fault line they're related to, but something else. So he contacts Naomi, and uh, underneath Tokyo is a feng shui system run by the dragon veins, which were made by a giant warrior in the past used to seal a benevolent beast underneath it. Fine. Sure. Fine. Sure. Fine. Okay. <laughs> sure. Wait. Who, who the hell am I to argue? Right? You can't. Like, honestly, who am I to argue? Oh, dear. Let's see here. Um, um, and then once the once Juggler uses his Gamora card. Yeah. And then uh, the captain gets a call while trying to take a picture of juggler he somehow gets behind her then our guy who is orb shows up juggler of course as all bad guys will do yeah gives up his entire plan <laughs> as they will do you got throws him the, <laughs> exactly throws the captain back <clears throat> at the guy who is orb and right. then releases our maga grand king right 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 now the MAGA Grand King breaks the building near the captain. Sure. Orb, who is giant sized, picks the building up before it can actually hit our captain yep. and crusher, which is about the best visual I think I've seen in a very long time. Just yeah, it's a, a great big piece of a building. Yeah. yeah. I was expecting him to like jump in front of it and take it on the back, but yeah. Yeah, I was expecting the take on the back too, so that way it would crumble around him. But to actually pick it up and hold it, I thought was a cool little visual. Mm -hmm. So, uh, uh, reaching Maga Grand King, of course, guy transforms into Ultraman Orb, like we said. The whole battle is being recorded by Jetta while he gives commentary. Um, right. <clears throat> uh, let's see here. Now, Orb has launched a Spherian Ray at the robot, which uh, seems to just stun the beast. Maga Grand King retaliates by firing large lasers from his chest. Um, and that's uh, that's where he rescues Naomi. Now, resuming the battle and out of time, he noticed that the beam is reflected off the glass of the building behind him. And right. back at Maga Grand King, the fire again, yet another laser, and for Orb uses the Orb Mirror. Uh, Which I didn't know he had until just right now. They always have do something that. that you didn't know until they just <laughs> hey, we needed that. <clears throat> like, exactly. Oh, I, have a, I have a convenient power to counter this. <laughs> Why not? And then after that being nineteen sixty-six. Oh, absolutely. We oh, is there a that. giant fire? Is there a giant fire? Ultraman can make water with his hands. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Sure. sure. I love the the fact that the lasers just make these giant holes. Yes, which is see, like ridiculous. inside of the buildings. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all the hallways and whatnot right through the buildings and oh, yeah. it's so good such good miniature work again yeah so uh of course the uh 
Shin Tsun theorizes that MAGA Grand King lives by the Chinese proverb of contradiction, spear and shield, thus using its laser beam at the cost of lowering its defenses. Orb quickly launches another Spearian ray, finally destroying MAGA Grand King for good before leaving. Right. Water quickly dashes to Grand King's crystal and obtains another fusion card, being Ultraman Taro. Yes. Bringing, yeah, so he puts them all in his little card holder. Of course. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, Juggler, meanwhile, retrieves MAGA Grand King. And uh, the Wanderer gazes out at the sunset scenery from the same public bath. Uh, right, the and then you day. get to start to see the cranes starting to think about putting the building up. Yep. And SSP then uh, sees our guy. Right. Doesn't say anything, but hey, by the way, my name is Guy, and don't expect me to say his last name. Kurunai. Okay, fine. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But now he's got a very hey guy. Yep, that's him. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> hey guy. Sorry. Hey. Hi there, guy. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be good. I like it. Um, but yeah, I liked uh, this. Was a nice. This wasn't a bad episode. Nope. It really. I mean, the next episode I have problems with. This episode I liked, so I'll put it. That okay. Way. Okay. Fair enough. Um, let's go with um, your monster see. minute. No, not quite. Um, this is an episode as a tribute to the Ultraman Max episode 21, Challenge of the Underground. Apparently, this header title was said by Shin. Oh, because he says, I wonder what this is, what these, um, what could be creating all these sinkholes. Is it a challenge from the underground? Uh, yeah. yeah. I think okay. that's a little, uh, what's a little deep cut. No, I was going to say a little flimsy, but this, is, <laughs> this episode is Tayaka Aoyagi's first acting debut as Juggler Struggler. Oh, okay, okay, fair yeah. enough. So that was kind of neat. Um, and now we will talk about Maga Grand King in his only appearance. So let's get Maga Grand King open here. I don't have everything open all at once, only because. I don't know how much this is going to affect the recording of the uh, conference call. I understand. Yeah. That. I understand. Chromebooks don't exactly have massive amounts of RAM, so no, I'm trying not to overdo it. Yeah, trying not to overdo it. Understood. Uh, let's see Understood. Here. Come on, Maggie Grand King. Of course, there's an ad opening. Because, <laughs> why, that's because why wouldn't there be? Because why wouldn't there be? <laughs> of um, course. Maggie Grand King is... 78 meters tall, 215,000 tons. He has no home boy. world because he is basically built a Ultraman story, which is a Ultraman Taro preview film. Oh, okay. Fair enough. That came out in the 70s, I think. I don't know. Yeah. Whenever, you know, he actually did have another appearance. That's in Ultraman Rubu. I thought I'd seen this monster before. I he remember a Kendall Manju episode. Okay. Fair enough. Patrick, do I still have you? Yes, I'm still here. Oh, bollocks. You lost me? Again? This call is being recorded. Thank you, Magic Voice. Okay. Um, so, anyway, uh, yeah, so that was made back in the 1984 film. Ultraman story. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. So, you know what I think it is? I actually opened three windows, and that was probably a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, you can only open one or two at a time. I understand. <laughs> I think so. I think so. Um, so, I think what I'm happy to do is dual-wheeled laptops um, next time. I will, I'll will i bring my wife's old laptop up here, and I'll well, do want to research pause on. now be between... No, I know better now. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, no, no, I know better now. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so uh, I thought that was, you know, that was a, he's a pretty a good monster. Episode. It was a decent episode, yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, let me see if there's any sort of, oh, he's in all sorts of stuff. He's in uh, Ultraman Story, Ultraman Ginga, Ultra Fight Victory, uh, the original Ultra Fight Victory. Well, God uh, oh, no, that's Ultra Fight one. Victory. Ultra Fight Victory. Oh, yeah, we haven't seen that one either. That's another one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that they, uh, 
they uh, they did as an internet series and then clumped it all together as one special. Of course, and then I'm sure it's going to be just as confusing. I uh, probably yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Why not? So um, let's see here. Um, uh, his early design had the entire body armor dark green. That would be ah. cool. Um, his head is modeled to better resemble the original Grand Kings while keeping the Super Grand King style body. Um, when he performs his MAGA perforation, it mimics the scene from the Toho movie Dragonhead. Sure, it does. Okay, sure. Fine. Why not? <laughs> but it, they were given permission from the director to recreate that scene for the episode. Oh, well, there you go. Um, yeah, sure. Now, the possible reason for the variation of Grand King being chosen to represent the element of Earth may be because Grand and Ground are written using the same katakana, making a pun. Ground King ah, comes from underground. I got yeah, you. I, okay, that's I fair. Don't, yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Why not? So, sure. So I enjoyed that one. That was a good one. Um, I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm looking up Ultraman Orb right now, uh, the okay. series again, so I can go back to, um, then go back to uh, the page because this is this is. Uh, bear with us with these technical difficulties, guys. This is this is yeah, all sorts of new territory for us, and we don't like it. So you're just going to have to deal with it. Oh, I'm not terribly thrilled. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. Thank you. Just when we thought we had a podcast down to almost the science, they throw <laughs> a pandemic in front of us. Yes, exactly, hey, hey. right? <laughs> so, okay, um, we're going to take a 10-second break here, but for you guys, it's going to be a little bit longer, and then we're going to get to Episode 3, Monstrous Waters, right after this. And welcome back to the Science Patrol for our third episode of Ultraman Orb, this time Monstrous Waters. Yes. The water around the area starts to smell and showers, swimming pools, and bathhouses are all closed. The SSP decide to investigate what has happened and see if it's the cause of another monster. What do you think? Of course it's another monster. Of course it's another monster. You say it like it's a question. You think it's going to be a monster? Hold yeah, on. exactly. <laughs> uh, so uh, we have, uh, it is uh, Maga Joppa. That is the name of this monster. Uh, one night in a remote lake, a monster submer uh, emerges from the surface. The next day, Shin uses his latest invention to block a faucet in the f that the former had tried to fix before Naomi accidentally broke it again. Uh, Jetta secretly cried when his commentary from before gets flamed before running into the shower, but gets out again after the wa water suddenly turns foul. Correct. Yeah. Starring, um, uh, I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Dabney Coleman guest. Yeah. There you go. I didn't think of, <laughs> couldn't think of a name fast enough. Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, you know, I did what I could. <clears throat> so a uh, guy is about to enter his usual public bath, but is right. distraught to find out it is closed alongside yes. other water related businesses. You know, all your water-related businesses. Which I now... You know, log flumes, whatnot. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> but having worked in the village, I hear public bath, I don't think good things. But no, maybe it's no, no, different no. in Japan. It is. A, covered, a, a, a public bath in Japan um, <clears throat> is, as you saw at the end of the episode, where it is like a big, like, sort of hot tub. But just are, a giant kind of pool. Yeah, kind of. They're not that big. They're they're like a larger hot tub, and then um, they they um, have like scrubbing areas with like the shower faucet. So you sit down, right. you give yourself a scrub, and you hose yourself off with that, and then you go and relax in the in the hot water. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. That's that's for what I understand. Uh, you know. Um, but uh, let's see. The owner apologizes and reveals the cause to be polluted water, which he says was smelly. Um, 
But Guy thinks it just doesn't seem right. He's like, I don't think it's that bad. And then Jetta shows up and they're like, my God, you smell like vomit and socks or something like that. <laughs> yes, yes. So Guy decides to head out and solve the case. Uh, Naomi has um, covered Jetta in uh, ginger <laughs> because it's good for Which uh, odor absorption. Silliest. She makes a ginger shield and a whole ginger armor outfit. Which yeah, with a headband that says, please stop the stink or something like that. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, this guy, he's obviously our comic relief. So at this point, I we think have they're a all our comic relief. No, because you got a scientist. They're all very silly, though. Uh, they are. I'm not getting that, but he is the comic SSP relief is of the comic the, relief. Oh, he's the comic relief of the comic relief? Exactly. That's crazy. <laughs> oh he is goodness. our curly. Everything is going to happen to him for no particular reason. Sure. Why not? It can't hurt. <laughs> it can't hurt. So, um, well, let's see here. Uh, Captain Shibakawa visits SSP again and asks for help as the VTL squad have no progress in their research. The polluted water problem has already plagued other places, and uh, their residential area is the new target. Uh, Shin finds another info uh, in the Pacific Records, which of course relates to Maga Jappa, right. a monster that polluted the water supplies in the sea, even those in wells. Elsewhere, Guy tracks the source of the polluted water to the monster from before, and uh, then chastises the monster for bathing in Mother Nature without cleaning up before uh, going in. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Which is what you do in a public bath. You're, You're supposed to take a shower you before you go in the... Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You, you, you want to... You wanna, you're going... It's sort of like you're going for a, a soak in a hot tub. But okay. you want to make sure you're cleaned off. You know what I'm saying? I got you. You don't want to bring yeah. all the dirt into the hot tub. You want to be clean right. before you get to the hot tub. Exactly. Okay. I got you. Now. It's like I when you go you. to a hotel and they're like, everyone must shower before they use the pool. That nobody right. does. No. <laughs> That's why they overchlorinate the pools is because nobody yeah. showers. Yeah. Well, you know, an interesting chlorine fact, and I just heard about this. Go ahead. Um, you know when you go to a pool and you smell huge amounts of chlorine? Yes. And you say to yourself, they just chlorine, everything's great. That is exactly the opposite. Really? When you start smelling chlorine, it is because it is chemically reacting to urine. Oh, that's lovely. So the the, the more chlorinated it smells, apparently it's... More um, urinating in. Yeah. The dirtier oh, the water is. That's lovely. <laughs> so Now I'm so never going to want the smell of chlorine again. Just so you know, yeah, that's, this is from this is from what I understand. So, um, and hey, anybody wants to correct me, I know you will. So that's fine. Of course, please do. That's what we're please here. Do. That's what we're here for. <laughs> so, um, uh, da, 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 da. so uh, what happens now? Uh, Shibakawa well, notes that the SSP of monster sightings in o, uh, Okinara, Okinara Lake. There you go. Okay, that should not yeah. have been as hard as it was. Shin provides Jetta with an even more efficient suit to counter his smell. <laughs> and now, did you see what the suit was made out of? I don't know. Were they like were they like um baby um, white boxes? Oh, is that what it was? <laughs> That's great. They were boxes of baby wipes all over his body. And I was sitting nice. there going, Oh, I've used that. Oh my god, he's covered in baby wipes. That's yeah, it's pretty great. Insane. I could not figure out what it was. And I watched it on a big screen, too. That's the crazy Oh, no, I watched it on my iPad, and right. I could tell right away what oh, it okay. was. Right, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> I was watching, by the way, watching the Mill Creek, watching the Mill Creek Blu-ray, which is gorgeous, by the way. Is it really? It's, it's absolutely wonderful. It's, they did a hell of a job. It's, it's a, See, it's had a, I known you had the Blu-ray, I would have borrowed that. Well, that wouldn't help, because so, then I wouldn't have been able to watch it. You watch it and then We're lend it under to me and then I quarantine. <laughs> we can't be passing shit back yeah, but and that forth. doesn't mean you can't drop it in my mailbox. Yeah, I guess. I also have it digitally, See, so I'm going to try to figure out how to let you watch it on my account digitally. Just leave it in my mailbox overnight. <laughs> I'll watch it and then leave it in your mailbox. You can. I don't have a mailbox, but that's another story. We'll figure this out. <laughs> you should be able to. You should be able to download their. Uh, the the uh, Mill Creek app, and I can just give you my login for that, and okay. then you can watch it on that. 
Um, so Guy briefly has a fist fight before regaining the orb ring that he has dropped. And uh, the juggler peacefully retreats. By the way, I wanted to mention in the last episode, the way they had juggler's ring glowing red, that's how you do a henshin device so it doesn't look like a toy. Yes. Yeah, show it. You show it, but you don't have to show it like completely. You cover it in a little bit of color, and yeah. nobody can really see. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, what are you gonna do? So the SSP get there, and they see Magajapa, and each compares its awful stench to the one they had experienced in their lives. Uh, Shin discovers that Japa is heading towards Narasawa Dam. If they don't stop that monster, all of Tokyo's water supply is going to be polluted. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, yep. Shibakawa thanks the SSP and orders him to leave, but they're like, no, we can't. Uh, even if we get a great like story for our report, at least it'd be beneficial to everybody to know that what's happening. Right. So uh, while reinforcements are on the way, Shibakawa uses uh, Shin's sap gun to slow Magajapa's movements before a second shot could be launched, however. He well, was caught you missed. Attack. You missed the part. Well, where they show the monster walking and they have the split screen of the monster and stuff happening in the foreground. People walking oh, yeah. around, you yeah, know, yeah, running yeah. away from the monster, the SSD yeah. trying to film the monster. Sure. That is amazing. Yeah, they're getting, they're very good at what they do. They are very, very good at what they do. But every time they do it, I want to point it out just so that they know, because we know that they listen, yeah. that we're watching and we appreciate it. Yeah, of course. That's very, that's very nice. So uh, <laughs> I'm sure, you know, maybe we'll get a card this year. That'll be nice. But, uh, <laughs> uh, Guy transforms into Ultraman Orb to fight the monster, but unfortunately, not even the giant of light can stand the stench of the monster, which I right. thought was hysterical. He's just like, Whoa, he's fuck. trying to fight him and he realizes the stench is just so bad. Right. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and this monster had little suckers under his arm and right. somehow used the suckers to su suck Orb into himself and then used his gas cloud smell to, to disable Orb. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. my God. Yeah. So then, uh, but before he can stink him up with his odor once more, Orb transforms into his Burmite form for the very first time, and the smelling monster does not stand a chance against the flaming fist, feet, and whatnot. Um, and uh, he suffers from the uh, strobium counter and foot, and well, Mega Jabba was... That's the flaming foot thing that he did. Right, but he... What he used was he used Taro and Mebius to become right. the Orb Burmite. Right. And then after the decent battle... And we get to see Orb swinging the empty suit, so it looks like he's flying, you know, flinging the monster on. <laughs> right, 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 right. He uses the storium dynamite to set himself on fire. Yes, yes. Runs into the monster, and <laughs> then that explodes. <laughs> which I'm like, all right, sure, I was why like, not? <laughs> wow, okay. That's one way to handle it. Gee whiz. Yeah, I mean, it is a decent way. I, I did like that part of it. Hokey <laughs> smokes. Yeah. So uh, while mourning Shibakawa, the man actually appears unharmed and rejoins the SSP in the monster's defeat. Right. Uh, Guy obtained and, Ultraman Jack's fusion card uh, in right. the aftermath of the fight. And uh, Juglas obtained the monster's kaiju card, telling him that he only needs one card left. Now, Guy and the SSB soon go to the public bath after the battle. Shin and Jetta jump into the hot spring Guy was in, prompting the latter to shout in anger that you are not supposed to jump into the spring. Right, right. And now, this is the other part that I thought was a little odd. We had our captain on the other side of the shower wall yeah. taking her shower. Right. And the wall wasn't high enough because they were able to throw the soap over it. Yeah, it's I mean it's like head high. You can throw six feet in the air. No, I'm not saying that it wouldn't be physically possible. Oh no, no. It's definitely it's definitely like kind of an open air thing. Like it's it is just it, it would not be cricket to like peek over the top of that. Let's put it that That's way. what I'm saying. That's what yeah. I'm saying. People you know, would the, not be would not be psyched about that. 
Right. I would think that they would not be psyched about that, but you know that some teenage boy is going to do that. Yeah. I, I, I assume there's got to be some sort of, um, there's got to be some sort of Japanese uh, sex comedy where, where they sneak into a public bath or something like that. Yeah. Um, I, I figured and, that right away. Well, it writes itself. Come on. So, <laughs> um, oh, God, no. Let's see here. There were deleted scenes. Um, a scene featuring the additional dialogue of the SSP where Jetta keeps dealing his stink. Uh, oh, he keeps uh, trying to cover his stink body with the body spray. Um, oh, no. And um, let's see. And then uh, an unused scene where Douglas talking on his own while holding a bone in his head. I don't understand. Again, oh, if you watch think... the extra scenes at the end of the episode, which I did not do. Okay. No, no, these are deleted scenes. Oh, deleted are... scenes? Yeah, so they have okay. records of deleted scenes, so go figure. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and now while I'm pulling up the, um, while I'm pulling up the uh, monster here, um, I was discussing with somebody on the uh, Ultraman subreddit, the uh, Ultraman Taro box set is coming out in Japan, the Blu-ray box set, and it's something like $400, you know. Oh, as, good as, God. Well, you know, as they all are, you know, there's no, there's no, uh, <laughs> there's, there's no playing around. They're not messing around. I guess they not. Make, they guess they not. price their stuff. They price, price their stuff. Uh, I don't want to say accordingly, but uh, well, they know they can get away costs. with it in Japan. Yeah. They know they're not going to be able to sell the series for four hundred dollars in the United States, but in Japan, no, they certainly can. not. Um, yeah, here it is. It is uh, forty nine forty nine thousand eight hundred yen, which is four hundred ninety eight dollars. So five hundred dollars. Oh, that's insane. Yeah, for well, one series, fifty some episodes, and. Um, I was like, you know, you're talking two Mill, bucks Mill Creek episode. is going to be, yeah, but the Mill Creek version will be out soon enough um, because they they want to, uh, they, I think it's coming out this summer. I gotcha. Now, what do you Here, think they're going to charge for like, 50 episodes? You figure they're going to go for 40 bucks? Okay. Yeah, that's kind of what I would bucks. figure. I hope that I can get on the promo list because I've been, uh, trying to do so they were like yeah we'll get you on the list we'll send you out a mailer and you tell us what you want to review and then we'll send it to you oh, but i've yet nice. to get a mailer but i've yet to get a mailer and that was in like december or january and i'm like uh so i've sent him a couple of emails like hey guys um I really <laughs> do could, want you, one. <laughs> could you help a little like come on anything did you comment anything on the all? fact that you do an ultraman podcast and maybe it could yeah. help <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I told them. Like, guys, we are we are literally your target market. I mean, yeah. you know, like, you know, we have what is what I think is the only strictly Ultraman podcast in English language uh, currently running. I Possibly. think I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But yeah, no, I just looked in my email again, and there's nothing. That's so rude. I'm not sure what. Well, it's just I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping it. I'm hoping that it's just. We got lost in the shuffle, but yeah, it's okay. I'm still, I'm still, uh, I'm still earning Amazon money with that app. So yeah, if I yeah, have to buy I it, I have to app. buy it right now. Yeah, I, I found out that the shorter, the shorter surveys are in the morning. Ah, like the seven minute ones and stuff like that. They're all in the morning. For I some reason, you. they're like, "You're home, not doing anything at night." Here's the forty minute. I'm like, "No, I'm not doing a forty minute for a dollar." Jerks. No, I know, I know. That was the issue yeah. I was starting to have. Is everything yeah. was asking the same exact ten questions at the end? You're like, oh, come on, really? Well, it's because it's all different companies. Remember, it's all different no. Companies. I know, I know. But like but, I said, uh, for anyhow. the dollar, it wasn't worth it. But anyway, yeah. Let's do our our uh, monster minute. Uh, let's see. Uh, the uh, he is uh, sixty meters tall, thirty five thousand tons. He's kind of light. Now, have um, we seen this guy before? As you're looking through. We have seen him in Ultraman Taiga, um, episode Tyga. nine, the present for each. I didn't see Taiga. You've seen Taiga? It's the one we just watched, you goon. We haven't seen Tiga. 
okay, okay, okay. Tiger, Sorry. tiger, tiger. Yeah, I know, exactly. Tiger, let's call the whole thing up. Okay, but, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> but, I don't yeah, know what I'm doing. So. Uh, he is seems to be able to understand human speech as he becomes irritated when guy lectures him. <laughs> true, true. Um, let's see here. The day after Maga Jappa's uh, episode aired was the 45th anniversary of Godzilla versus Hedera. Uh, that's original release in Japan, much like Hedera uh, or Hedera rather. The uh, Maga Jappa is a creature whose main abilities revolve around chemicals and pollution. Okay. There you go. Uh, let's see. What are you doing right now? I'm sorry. I was rubbing my arm because I had a chill. Because uh... <laughs> sounded like you were sawing a piece of wood. <laughs> no, I was just rubbing my arm. Wow! Sorry, I didn't realize it was coming that loud. I was like, oh, Pat decided to multitask and do some light woodworking while we're doing the podcast. <laughs> no, not at all. I was just rubbing my arm. I decided not to wear a sweater, and I'm a little chilly, so you'll uh, I see. I see. That's fine. <laughs> um, he had a lot of um, he had a lot of different designs during production. His final design is said to be a tribute to both Ganza and Tagari from Ultraman Taro. This is fitting, seeing as Orb's Burmite form. Uh, draws elements of Taro's design and that de uh, debuts in this episode. Right. Um, okay. Now, Maga Jappa's place was originally intended to be taken by Maga Takong, but because a Takong suit wouldn't fit into the storage warehouse, its role was scrapped and replaced by another <laughs> by another monster. That's, That's great. pretty funny. That's yeah. great. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. So yeah, he's got underwater adaptation, invisibility, odorous breath. Yes. Um, a water jet. and Which was um, that green jet that he used. Yeah. I think okay. that was, I think that, well, no, that might be something else. That's the regular uh, Jappa that we saw. Oh. Um, the MAGA odor, the MAGA water flow is the concentrated beam of green polluted water. Oh, okay. That's what it was. Okay. Yeah. Fair then the MAGA suction. Those are the. Those the, are the uh, suction cups under the arm that suck. Yeah, in that he can, they can inhale through his arms, which yes. is, I guess, pardon the pun, handy. But, uh, <laughs> ah, boo. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, yeah, I'm getting a little stir crazy, although I do not want to go back to work tomorrow. No, I understand. Like I yeah, said, the wife's little... already told me I'm not going back next week, but she's going to have to live with a week after that. Yeah, it's getting a little nerve wracking. Yeah. 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 Just a little bit, just a little bit. Except yeah, if you want to ahead. chat after the pod, I can tell you what their plan, I think, is going to be. But mm. I, I'm not going to say it on the pod itself. Okay, fair enough. Um, and then, um, yeah, so I, I thought that was a pretty good episode. I enjoyed the lightheartedness of it and uh, all the things they did to, to keep the one guy from getting stinky. Yes, yes, which was ridiculous. Was it was fun. a lighter episode. Like I said, I liked the previous episode better. This one was a lighter episode, so it was fine. And what am I going to do? I'm going to have to live with it, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> well, one of my favorite things is people are like, oh, Rube is a little goofy. And I'm like, are you kidding? These people are the goon squad. <laughs> These guys, they are super silly. And like I said, you got the one guy that is our comic relief of the goon squad. And then you've yeah. got our scientists and our captain. And you know that this police chief is now going to become part of the SSP somehow. Well, he so says, uh, I think she calls him uncle at one point, but I'm, it's not clear if that's actually her uncle. I don't really know. She does say it a couple times, so maybe, but I don't know if that's an honorific in Japanese either. It could be. It very well yeah. could be. Um, so. I'm trying to find... Um, He's not a guest cast. He is uh, oh Shubakawa. There we go. Let me see if there's a, a little character bio for Mister Shubakawa. Uh, Tetsu Shubakawa is one of the main characters, and he is the uncle of Naomi Yumeno. Oh, okay, good enough. There you go. Hey, there you go. That's how we find so, these things huh. out. See exactly. His weapon, by the way, is the super gun revolver. Uh, fires both standard bullets and uh, shots that resemble electric charges. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, just in case, you know. You never know when you need those kind of things. You don't. You don't. I, you know, 
many a time I've thought to myself, if only I could have an electric charge gun. Yeah. But you, uh, it, for no. the gun that you don't have, it, if it actually shot electricity. Oh, true. <laughs> true. It's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. But yeah, so that's that. Um, and yeah, so I guess that, that takes care of that. So uh, anyway, guys, be careful out there. It's it's yes, not please. And uh, listen know, to more podcasts, as much as you can. Listen to podcasts. Yeah, yeah. I'm not even saying you have to listen to ours. I mean, you're already listening, so that's good. Um, but yeah, listen to more podcasts. It's fun. Yeah. Never not yeah. funny with Jimmy Pardo. That's my new. That's my new uh, obsession. Okay, fair enough. I recommend it. It's funny. It's a. It's what like they say. It's never not funny. So <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a panel show. So you and they have a guest on every week, and it's uh, three okay. guys or four guys breaking balls, and then they have somebody else come on. So it's fair fun. enough. Fair it's enough. Fun. And uh, next week is going to be "Beware of Fire in the Midsummer Sky," and uh, the episode after that uh, is called "A Heart That Won't Flee." Well, I haven't looked at the title, so that's your your fault, not mine. <laughs> yeah, like how much could I do that I really give away? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, come on man. fair enough fair yeah enough. so that's it um so guys be careful out there and uh we'll see you again real soon uh on behalf of the science patrol i'm rich conroy i'm pat rooney sally forth you guys take care everybody everybody oh come on <laughs> <laughs> see you guys Bye. Music for this podcast is provided by Terminal Sunburn. Visit terminalsunburn.bandcap.com. Post production by Casey Kittle for Faces for Radio Productions. Visit us on the web at ultramanpodcast.com or find us on Facebook. Our email address is ultramanpodcast at gmail.com. The Science Patrol can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever else you find your podcasts. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Until next time, for the Science Patrol, I'm Gretchen Brooks from the Kaiju Cast. <laughs>